So I got to ask you, are you for, are you for you for, or are you more of a chump? And at this point, I expect half of the audience to leave this episode of O Canada RC because you might feel like I have insulted you by calling you a chump. And the other half, I'm fully expecting to stay on and go, what craziness is Jeff on about this time? Well, really, this is a banger of an episode because we have not one, but two fantastic interviews with two really cool dudes from different parts of the world. First up, we get into it with a man you know and love, Pablo Guerrero, and we get into you four big time. We are talking about what the heck is going on with him and you four. He's been in a race and now it's like he has U4 fever and it's spreading. It's spreading fast. And I think I've got a touch of it. We're going to get into what the heck that means. Um, we get into some of the classes in U4, Pablo's first experience, um, and just it's fascinating stuff. If you love off-road in any way, shape, or form, you are going to love this discussion. So please stay tuned for that. And secondly, equally fascinating when i ask you if you're for you for or if you're a chump <laughs> when i say chump what i'm referring to is the ptbo rc chump racing series what the heck is that well if you remember in season two we had a gentleman on by the name of jeremy kelly jeremy's from the peterborough area of ontario and jeremy did something fantastic last year jeremy started up a parking lot parking lot racing league he started up a parking lot racing league for RCs. This is something of a lost art, of an underground art. Jeremy comes from a long racing pedigree in one scale cars. And what he was able to do last year was build up a following of enthusiasts, racing enthusiasts, just want to come out, have fun once a week, run some time laps, bang some bodies together, and do it in a way that I think you're going to find really appealing because it's not super expensive or a crazy time commitment. Jeremy comes on and joins us once again to talk about how the PTBO is expanding this spring, what we can expect, some of the improvements he's made, um, and how you can be a part of it if you're in the GTA area. So much so, it got me jazzed so much so that I may have done something drastic um, and I'm, you're gonna have to listen to find out what it was. But let's just say this, I'm looking forward to racing in the PTBO this spring, north of the TO. So stay tuned to hear more of that interview. All right, that's the lead in. Stick around. Pablo's up first, followed by Jeremy Kelly. You're not going to want to miss this. We will talk to you on the other side. What's up, guys? I know the answer to that question. Pablo's up and I'm up. And uh, we're back on Surf and Salsa Dad Talk. What's going on, bro? How you doing? Hey, man. I'm crawling out of bed right now. Uh, for people who don't know, we're on, I feel like, on opposite sides of the world here. But uh, it's only a three-hour difference, but it sure makes a difference. So, <laughs> it's a, um, but it's an early Sunday morning. Uh, we'll we'll timestamp it, which we normally don't do, but it's a... Early Sunday morning on my end before anyone wakes up, so uh, I'm out here. Hopefully, I'm not waking anyone up with my booming voice, but uh, 
We'll see how that goes. <laughs> What's new? You know what? I, oh, buddy. Yeah. Like lots. <laughs> yeah. That's... Lots. I feel like, I feel like you and I are starting to kind of get some, uh, some, uh, momentum going again here. Oh and, yeah. Uh, you know, lots going on in life outside of, outside RC, but, uh, it's good to connect even though we're in different, uh, we're in the same hemisphere, but you're below the Mason Dixon line. Is that correct? Is that a uh, correct American geography reference? You know, I don't know. I, I'm sure it is. Uh, uh, geography is not my jam. So I, I, I used to, you know, when I was in school, one of the, it was funny in school, I almost, uh, the total random thing I could have done is I could have minored in anthropology. And I was like one class away from that. And I took like a bunch of geology classes. So I took, you know, vulca uh, volcanoes and tectonics and all this, uh, all this random art student stuff that I was like, hey, that sounds cool. Let's blow I some money here. I swear to goodness, we're like, we were separated at birth uh, somehow. Oh, so really? up here, up here. So my wife did a, a kinesiology degree and, uh, and she, and, and the big joke for the jocks Mm -hmm. was to take rocks for jocks which is nice geology right? so nice that triggered me so that, that would have been something that i would have taken for sure if i was in that stream <laughs> um but yeah man and and since since geography is not your jam i'm out so uh, yeah well you know <laughs> i know good talking good talk jeff good talk next time <laughs> <laughs> all right let's dive into it man let's dive yeah. into it so uh first off if, if people are watching this right now they're noticing a really cool tronish skin around us uh, 80s theme this year man tell us what uh, why rc amigos 80s theme this year what's going on uh, you know I, I i was looking for something a little fresh you know 80s theme 80s theme is kind of trending across the design worlds and i was like you know i can do this and you know it's been fun because uh it's kind of like a resurgence because every time i post something in reels or, or stories i try to do probably 80 percent of the music to be 80s themed music and i think a lot of the demographic that we're talking to can have some kind of identification with the 80s theme so i was like hey let's do that and it you know it's fun i think it's uh it kind of goes along with the heat wave kind of stuff and you know all that kind of thing so i was like i think it'll work for a little bit i'll try it for the first quarter um i like to you know you know me i like to have a nice brand around me and Dude. figure out you know what make so that way people know what they're looking at every time they look so yeah well i, I love your thinking around the, dem, the demographic and s you know old guys and gals from the 80s i think that's perfect i love the tron tron-esque feel to it because i think of jeff i think it was jeff bridges in the original or the remake and um and then lastly i i love the linear like the line you know that that sort of uh, synth wave look in yeah. the 80s and it really speaks to what you do man so i think it's perfect like it's very you can be very, you have to be very exacting and linear in some things you do, but other things you're just like, Free pull the doors off. Yeah. So it's kind of a, a cool <laughs> juxtaposition here on Art Podcast Sunday morning. I know, right? Yeah. Happy little lines. <laughs> Happy little lines. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, that's thanks. Awesome. I dig that's it. That's awesome, man. Yeah. So guys, watch for, I've seen a lot of your content have a different different flavor to it with the 80s stuff. So uh, if everybody watching this, just check it out. Let Pablo know what you think too, right? Like, Yeah. That'd be cool. I haven't heard many yeah. people, you know, some people have been like, Ooh, I like that song. And it's like, yep, that's, uh, that's why I'm doing it. <laughs> the, the, on, on the side, on a side note of that though, the one caveat to it is reels likes, uh, the like 
more contemporary music mm-hmm. and here and with playing 80s music it's not very contemporary so i'm having a little struggle with that i've i've noticed it been kind of hit and miss but you know i think yeah. it i think it'll catch on so we'll see oh yeah 80s Absolutely. are here to stay buddy <laughs> 80s, are, 80s are here to stay and so is you four right yeah oh yes yes you four call that up here is the segway not the not the kind that you drive. Yeah, has I don't know if anyone's tried to write that word down in the computer, but it's like it all. I'm that's I don't know if you caught that when I said that I sent did. that over to you. I'm like, how do you spell Segway? Like the only thing that comes up is Segway, like the little mobile device. Yeah, I think so. I think and everybody watching, uh, the millions of people watching us right now, just correct us. But I think Segway is a French word, S E G U A Y. I think it's ah, Segway. Yeah, which means which means surprisingly to transition. Ah. Um, but uh, <laughs> I could be totally wrong, but I sold that hard. You did. I think you did some homework before the show. So I'm, I'm going to go with it. So, so yes, the U4 experience yeah. is here to stay for at least a season. I mean, uh, I, I mean, I am, it's kind of what, you know, when you get into a new segment and you're kind of like, okay, I'm looking, I'm searching the website like I'm on I'm on Team Associated website and Element Element website, and I feel like I'm sitting there like a puppy dog in a window, looking at everything and being like, "Ooh, I could make this. Ooh, maybe I could chop this off and make this." And I'm I keep on going back and forth, and then I have to realize, "Oh, I have a wallet that I have to like hit for anything I want to do." So I'm I'm slowly kind of getting my you know trying to make the right decision. Um, yeah. That's also, you know, what's been interesting and we'll get into the, you know, meat and potatoes of this in a second, but I was talking to my son cause he's got a two, two that he's running. I want to make a two, two or unlimited rig. And it's funny cause I'm having a hard time getting, we, t- we talked about, you know, the uh, customer acquisition kind of process and I'm having a hard time cause I'm like, dude, we got to make you, let's make you a new, you, you know, one nine rig. And you would think yeah. any kid would be like, let's do it, whatever it is, you know, like super excited. And he's like super meticulous. He, he's doing one of those things where it's like, mm, I kind of want a Chevy body. And he's like, I don't know if I want a lot of tubing on it. And I'm like, bro, <laughs> like you'll take what you get. Like you'll like it. So. It's, it's like he's trying to be the client in your, oh. your you know, for Amigo Arts. And you're yeah. like, no, no, no. I'm dad right now, buddy. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think we signed a, a contract or any, you know, agreement here. You, yeah. you get what you get. Yeah. It's like, I'm your sponsor. Don't you understand this? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm your sponsor. I'm your garage crew. I'm your yeah. crew. I'm your yeah. manager. You'll yeah. drive what I say. You're just, so, the, you're just the talent. You will drive. I'm just picturing Tom Cruise in the metal yellow all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. Um, Days of Thunder, baby. Yes. So you mentioned 1.9, 2.2, unlimited. Um, so the one point, so let's go through these really, really quick, maybe sure. like high level, like 30 second elevator for, so 1.9, as I understand, it's very much entry level. Yep. Um, well, not a lot of restrictions, solid axle, I think is one. Yeah. Well, um, I, I, I would, I would stop you there already. I would, uh, I would say one nine is not just entry level stuff. I think I think it's a barrier to entry for a lot of people because it's the most common vehicle that people have. But the competitive part of it, I feel, is ju- up there almost in line with, you know, the Unlimiteds and the, the 2.2 IRS, all that kind of stuff. So 
Right. Um, but I do think I, I think it does kind of breed a more competitive, faster rig. So, but I think I think it's that's, still competitive. That's a really good point. No, I'm glad you I'm glad you slapped me virtually because that's um, <laughs> I always like it when you reach out with that PNW backhand. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, it's massive. Oh, Meat paws. Look. <laughs> Look at that paw. But no, seriously, you make a really good point. The 1.9, we, I think we do this with a lot of race classes. We say, oh, entry level, beginner. Yeah. Um, when I race on road, GT2, they would, guys at the track, you know, running x-rays and automatics would be like, oh, that's a beginner class. You know what? The reality of it is it's ultra competitive. Yeah. Um, that you can put in as much as you want to it. And it can be, you would get some really um, seasoned, seasoned racers coming down because yeah. it's it's very there's not a lot of modifications that can be done from a performance perspective in that case i don't know if it's the same for 1.9 but because of that racing is tight well and see that's what i i think that's what really draws me to the u4 is that it's kind of like real ultra four racing where it's like as long as you fit these you know three parameters you can do it anything you want like there's no i mean there's a a battery limitation there's no motor limitation there's no you know there's a so the basically i'm looking at the the sheet right here there is uh like scale driver isn't required scale cage is not required for one nine uh you can go ifs so you could use the uh, enduro ifs that's the only one that is ifs that you can work with uh rear axle has to be solid uh lock differentials required one nine tire size max 4.75 and wheelbase is 13 and max track is 11. There you go. Very standard procedure stuff. So that one right there already falls yeah. in the criteria as long as you don't run more than 4S and have a bigger tire than 4.75. Oh. We've, we've talked about me and 4S. I'm not a man enough to run 4S yet, so uh, that'll be okay. Well, that's even a step uh, above 3S. You see, that's what I'm saying. Like, I run yeah. 3S on everything, and that's still sketchy yeah. sometimes. So, Well, to your point, with no battery limit, no motor limit, um, there's always another side of that coin. You can 100%. juice it up. Yeah. And you hit some of those those sections. You've raced you for. I haven't. Full, full disclosure for people. But I've studied it hard online. And when you hit those boulder sections, if you have all that power, it's more it's something you got to manage right yeah and these cars aren't set up like normal race cars where they take a corner and they want to just you know sit on rails and do the corner i mean it's right. it's all finesse and you're on the edge of you know bicycling the car all the time or catching an edge on your tire and rolling it over all that kind of stuff it's very much uh a more kind of it's hit and miss a lot on things you froze up, Jeff. So in the the other side of that coin is, you know, there's some straightaways that you have to contend with. And if your car's not set up right and you're overpowered, it is a, a bear to handle a four-wheel drive, you know, truck, basically. Uh, lock differentials going down a 80-foot <laughs> straightaway at top, to, you know, full yeah. pen. Um, but, you know, more so aesthetic wise, I think that's why I really, really dig it. Because for me, yeah. I can design or make any kind of monster contraption that I want. Uh, like, for instance, my, and I'm going to go over this in videos that I'm going to be posting, but my Captain Insano, it's, I thought, you know, the weight bias was going to be good for racing. 
it handles pretty well, but it's actually a little too nose heavy and it's fast enough to air it out a little bit and I, yeah. it doesn't, but it doesn't have enough torque to pull the front end back up in the air. So I'm going to make a battery tray and put it down the wheelbase basically and nice. hang it over the rear axle so that it really squats more and it trims out that nose. But that's all stuff awesome. that's all custom like racing stuff, you know, it's, uh, so that's what I really dig. It's it's cool because so well, and we're going to talk about King of the Hammers. Maybe we'll jump forward and then jump back a bit. But sure. the real King of the Hammers one to one scale um, show on Amazon that 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 um, if you've seen it, Pabs and I have just sort of discovering it. But it's so cool to watch because it's like just watching big versions of these rigs. And to your point about the scale, they they talk about exactly that, right? They yeah. talk about the type of course you're on. Some of them are much more muddy, much more uh, sort of foresty and the setup, right? It's like setup on a precision indie car or in, in RC, a precision pan car, mm-hmm. but it's for that gnarly radical terrain, man. Yeah. And to your point, when you say a straightaway, 80 foot straightaway with those cars, I'm watching some of your, your footage and some of those cars make it look so easy to handle. Oh. But I, I believe you. They're probably just fighting you. They're probably trying to kill you the whole way. It, it is a very, it's a very Ken Block reference. Yes. And yeah, they are, they are, you know, and it's, it's funny because it, it does feel that way. And seeing, I think definitely the bigger you go, the bigger, faster. So there's, you know, 2.2 solid, which is like your yeah. bomber. Um, there's yeah. 2.2 IFS, which is like your Yeti. So there's not many 2.2 IFSs out there. And right. so that's the one where I think it's hard to get into. But yeah. then there's IRS class, which is just full independent. That one's kind of more of a Frankenstein thing. But the weird thing about that is that the tire size has to be small. So that's it's true. actually smaller than your typical 4.75 crawler tire. It's four and a half inches, which wow. on some of these things, you know, four and a half inches tire with, you know, an IRS or a fully independent suspension isn't a lot. Um, right. So these things, they're they're more made to, made to like skip across the rocks, um, and then air it out. It's it's you know yeah. it's all about finding the line. I've noticed that it's yeah. all about finding the line, and then every now and then your tire will catch, and it'll just send you on a whole other line that you were yeah. planning on, and you're like, well, <laughs> now now I got to make this work. But then there's also the unlimited class, which is like full on run what you brung, you know, with the only exception is the 4s lipo and a little bit of size requirement. And that one is the one that I'm kind of, you see these guys running those classes and man, these cars look so smooth. Like they're just kind of like, the tires are a little bit bigger and they're just kind of like rolling over the rocks nicely and airing it out. And oh, that, that, that's what I I see. I, I, I hope like, um, I, we don't have a U4C in here in the Toronto area, but maybe we will. Yeah. Maybe we'll push for it, but wherever like I'm, I'm fascinated just to, to your point about trying to find a line and then having a rock just tell, you, no, this is the line now and you have to right. adjust. It's like you four is the official, uh, RC class of, um, of life. It is. By life. <laughs> it is U4 it brought is. to you by life where we'll throw you many curves. Yeah. And it's, a, it's definitely a battle of attrition. We talked about that when we were first, when I was first kind of designing this car and I firsthand, I mean, we'll do a quick rundown firsthand. I broke first cor- uh, first heat, second heat, my wheel flew off across the finish line. 
and then the awesome. and then the B main, I actually made it all the way through. But you know, it's like, even though I felt like I built a good truck, I yep. still was finding the weak points. And you know, right. there, there's things in the B main I found out that I had. Well, I knew I had overdrive on the front end, and I found out because the B main. Okay, so let's be honest. The first two qualifiers, I wasn't sandbagging. But I was getting used to it, right? Like I, yeah. I just, I, I barely. Sure. I don't think I ever hit wide open at all. I was just kind of feeling it out, seeing where the line was, and then B main is where I had some times where, well, I led a few laps or a lap or two. I don't remember anymore, but um, that was where I got to open it up, and I really felt that like on the like we talked about the twitch that kind of came when I was on the back stretch and it was straight and there's nothing in front of me. And, you know, I'm like, let's go wide open. And I'm like, Whoa, wait a minute. <laughs> let's calm down here. <laughs> but yeah, you show, you show whether or not you, I don't know. I think you realize that you show a bit of racing pedigree there because like, I'm not a, I'm not a veteran racer. I'd say I'm more intermediate just in general with RC, mm-hmm. but sand, like the sandbagging reference I love because for people that don't know what that means, it's it's like just kind of holding back and kind of watching, and you got more to give really. But yeah, when we when we do quals, like that's that's a great time. Like yeah, you want to qualify like sooner. I don't know if there's there's no quals in you. Is there qualifying in you for first and then? Yeah, they they seed you. So yeah. so there was a seeded for or B main and a seeded uh, A main, and so the top right. two out of B went up to A main. So gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. So but but to that point where you held back and kind of just watched, and it was your first race. Very smart to like take it in right feel the truck get a feel for the competitors and the terrain and then uh and i'm sure you'll do that every race for because it's it's a smart play uh and guys will start to get to know you though so the sandbagging thing's gonna oh yeah gonna come into play quick they're gonna be like pablo <laughs> we know you we yeah. know you're coming well you know what was really cool is that i heard the guy next to me so in that b main we got on the back stretch and i don't know if i showed you the video but I heard the guy next to me being like, that's all I got because I I was already I was probably two cars, three cars ahead of him on the back stretch. And then I went wide open and I started to pull him. I started to yeah. you know break that separation. I was like, oh, baby, like that's when I started being like, yeah, oh, I, awesome. I got the speed for this. And I still have five more teeth I could pull on my pinion up. So, um, so I this- Go ahead. Oh, I just I think there's a lot more speed there to be had. It's just a matter yeah. of when I can tame it. So, so I love what you say about the guys beside you saying that's all I got because my you know wanted to talk a bit about that the culture and I know you've been just a one race, but just what were your initial feelings around the culture, the pits? Um, was it it's it sounding like it's a very friendly, helpful you know situation? So like your your son made made a buddy too so yeah. i think it's a bit of a loaded question but i'm just curious to know like what that pit the feeling was in the pit area and in between races we are here up in the pacific northwest i feel like we're sometimes one step away from being canadian um in the means of like super friendly so, super nice so sorry. <laughs> yeah. I'm so sorry i'm apologizing all the time i'm I know. so sorry i know i know um and so like to be to that point, though, like the pits. So it was kind of weird. There was a pit area and there was guys that kind of worked out of the back of their truck kind of a thing. Um, and they were all, you know, all real close within earshot of each other. 
we worked out of the back of the truck because we had a little heater because it was cold out. So we had a little propane heater. But, um, dude, everyone, you asked a question. There was no hesitation for answer. Um, yeah, and, and everyone was super cool. No one was like, I mean, rubbing is racing. It's like it's like backyard racing for sure because, you know, there's structure to it. But there was no animosity for someone getting That's taken awesome. out. Um you know, there's, you know, what are you running kind of a thing? And they tell you exactly what they're running. They, you know, all that kind of stuff. The guy that won, uh, the one nine class was in his truck right next to me. And he's a new guy. I, I don't know if it was his first race or second race and he ran it and he actually won with a 12 turn brushed Holmes hobby motor. And, wow. and you know, it's wow. just, yeah, he just kept all four on the ground and just kept on throwing. Right. So, um, but yeah, it's, I mean, the the atmosphere is just like the this group has you know crawl meets and stuff like that and the atmosphere is always awesome i've awesome. never really had any you know i've never really seen any bad apples in it i think people kind of understand that we're <coughs> excuse me um that we're all here kind of just uh to play and to have fun and we're yeah. ultimately we're big kids playing with our toy cars so yeah. you know it's like they That's... i think they see that I think it's awesome that, you know, like you see that when you see that culture of guys basically writing down their setup for you and giving it to you on a napkin. Like that's, that's amazing because at the end of the day too, you got a wheel, right? There's a guy behind the the radio and your car, like the top guy, but if you can't manage it, if you can't swing it around, then, um, and that's the competitive side of me speaking anyways, but to your point about it being so like friendly and backyard racing and, um, that's that's fantastic and i think that's why my eyes have really been drawn to it and i'm excited to, to see how your experience goes with it i hope to get some too up here but because it, it's such a it sounds like such a easy entry into stuff it's not i'm gonna say it it's not on road racing where it's it's intimidating yeah it's intimidating. well yeah and that was one of the things that i thought that was really cool <clears throat> was that well okay so backing up one step one of the u4 or one of the ultra king of the hammer shows that i was watching on tv uh one of the guys was quoted and said he goes you know without having other racers here we wouldn't be racing and so that was kind of telling to me of the kind of style of that type of racing um you know the the other part of it is is that you know you're forging these friendships with people and you know like we were talking about my son making a friend and yeah. You know, it's always funny because you never know what the other side of the kid friend, you know, is like. But they were out there throwing rocks, hitting sticks against trees, you know, like what's what's Analog. on your. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, that, and and of course it descended back to, oh, what game do you have on your switch? You know, whatever. But for a while, you know, they were out there throwing rocks and it's like, hey, watch the rocks or, you know, they're out on a corner pretending like they're marshalling playing and it, that was fine for me because they're both seven or you know six and a half and yeah. seven so i'm like i don't want you there when somebody's going full pin with a 12 pound right. car but yeah um but they're out there throwing rocks and you know they're just having a blast being being little boys you know and i thought that was nice. what was it's funny to see that and then to see the grown you know 30 40 50 year old boys doing the same thing just at a different level and uh uh-huh. it kind of you know kind of like showed me the whole spectrum there so awesome, lots man. of fun all right awesome we're gonna we're gonna obviously i think 
I think you'd agree. We we're going to talk about you for a lot more as as your journey continues. And oh yeah, and, and um, so we've got three things on the lineup right now yep. left. We've got, and I'm going to let you. I'm going to let you take the lead and pick. I, I don't think it matters which order we go in, but um, no let, pressure, Pat. Let, let's 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 break it up from kind of the U four off road stuff. At, at, well, not off road stuff, but let's break. Let's go into the rally. Let's talk about your stuff. Oh, cool. Because yeah. I. That's another thing that I could see myself kind of getting into and I could, you know, I could really see the fun in that. So let's hear it. Yeah, it's not a, not a ton to report. We've been um, under lockdown up here. Oh, joy, oh, bliss. Yeah. And uh, in the winter, we, we were starting to do some through the GTA Cup, which is the series that we started up here. Um, indoor turf uh, at soccer centers. And I unfortunately hadn't gotten out to either because of just the way things have been going up here and commitments with family. But Mm -hmm. a lot of that footage, it's rad. Guys are building bridge obstacles and bringing them out. Guys are bringing out old tire halves and using them as, as, as um, obstacles. Right. Uh, We're using existing soccer benches on the sidelines as obstacles, cones. The cool thing about the indoor thing, the indoor movement because of the weather really until we waterproof and decide to do snow rally. Cause I think that might be coming. (laughs) That'd be awesome. Is, it's just how easy it is to take a space with very limited and anybody can create obstacles, whether it's a yeah. tabletop, um, little whoops or jumps. Right. You can use those little flat athletic cones. Oh yeah. There's a light incline and they offer sort of an off camber. If you sure. cut a corner too tight. So there's a lot of really cool ways to manufacture a course out of a space, regardless of where it is. Um, yeah, we're going to start up, I think, um, January 31st, things are supposed to open up here. And uh, we've already booked a, booked a night. So uh, I'm hopeful I get some footage. I'm definitely going. There's nothing that's going to stop me from going unless unless it's something I can't control. But hopefully I'll be there. Um, and even then, I might push through the doors because it's it's it looks like so rad. They've done such a good job. There's, they found a free timer system on Android on the Google Play store and i'll try to put it in the comments later for people if they're interested but it's a free where you use your phone and your phone sits and we've created a whole starting gate one of the guys is really really crafty and created like a starting gate like you'd see in rally oh that's cool. um and as soon as the car passes under it senses the car and starts the timer seriously yeah it's right and it goes and i'm gonna here's my my interpretation it goes it goes beep 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 and then, and then you and, and then that's when you go, and as soon as you hit through the gate, it um it starts timing you. And then when you to, to end, you got to go through the gate. And then really? you hear a big a big air horn at the end, which I'm not gonna into uh, in, in, I'm not gonna impersonate, but um but it's so rad because then you just here, look, everybody here, comes I, over I got I like, got you I got you ready. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. I love this is turning into a full fledged. Uh, FM radio talk show. I love I know. it. I showed Howard Stern. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it's and then everybody runs over to the to the gate and looks down to see what you what your time was, right? Yeah. And it's it's so cool, man. So and, and the other thing that I mean for you, if you you know you've you've had thoughts, you know it's okay. You know, I'm not judging you for those thoughts, <laughs> those impure rally thoughts. But it's easy to get into. It's easy to get into, man. Like the yeah. TTO two is one of the cheapest longest i would say i would just guess one of the longest standing chassis uh in the in in rc really like yeah. to me yes but it's not expensive to get into you can pick up a full kit minus your esc 
um, but you get a, you get your radio, sorry, you get your uh, your motor and you get you know tires and rims and a body for like 150 bucks Canadian. So yeah. you're looking at what, 80 bucks American? Like that's crazy. Like Ten bucks, yeah. Something Ten like. bucks American. <laughs> six six million pesos. Yeah. Uh, and uh, six million pesos and about 750 euros. Yeah, and one one donkey. One donkey. <laughs> so. So that's a cool thing. Like I have a, I have an XV01, which is an older Tamiya chassis and it's sure. strictly rally. It's belt driven. And there's oh, a lot wow. of things I like about that chassis, uh-huh. but I'm really leaning towards maybe just going to the TTO2 as my go-to. Like right. it's parts are easier to get. It's super simple to work on and it's, it's super capable too. Right. Sure. So um, we can get into that more, but hopefully we start up here in the next few weeks and I can get some more footage for guys and, uh, well, I'm excited about keeping that going, man. Let's shout out to that. I forgot his handle, but it's Tux something. I think it's just, what, yeah. what's that guy's handle? But that guy or that group has some awesome rally footage for yeah. RC. And uh, it is, go it's ahead. Tux, T-U-X dot R-R-R. Yes. Rally racing, RC rally racing, Tux rally racing. Now, do you and know, dude, is he out of Canada or is he out of Europe somewhere? No, I'm pretty sure they're in like, so there's a big, and I don't want to miss with my geography. See how things come full circle. <laughs> but I think he's like, I think they're, it's like a Croatian um, okay. somewhere in Europe and they only have 219 followers. So guys, right. I'm shocked. Like if you're in a rally, get on there and follow them because some of that footage is pretty dope. Yeah, um, for sure. And they're, are, they're pretty yeah. technical with their cars for sure. And oh yeah. Yeah, and that's, you know, that was kind of my dream that I would love to do is I would love to get, you know, a handful of kids to start and make them chase their cars and, you know, basically go to like some kind of sports court area with some dirt nearby and set up an agility course. Yeah, it's not working for me. It's all blown out. It's just a snowstorm. Yeah. (laughs) I'll throw it up in the, drop it in the comments. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, man. So, but yeah, I thought that would be fun, you know, to have the kids go out there and chase their cars and set up like an agility course and you're basically running lines, but behind your RC car, that would be awesome. It's like ultra, ultra four, right? It's like, it's like that, but it's not as it's, I think it's even less prohibitive to get into. So hundred percent. Let's, let's jump. We got two more things. We have a limited time, but uh, let's leave, let's leave the element builders thing to the end. How about you want to get off of a bang? So spec RC. Spitfire. What's yeah. Up? So, I'm, okay. So I'm thinking about starting a new little segment <clears throat> where it'll either be clips from here or it'll be times where maybe we have, you know, we just say 60 seconds, let's talk about whatever. Right. And then it's the, it's the spec RC Spitfire. They've been an awesome sponsor to us for our wheels and they're coming out with 2.2s. Um, in the near future, which will definitely be used in a 2.2 build of some sort on my end. Um, and I think Dalton's going to be running a set of 2.2s in his solid class. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I think it'd be, you know, something fun, uh, something to keep people like get their quick dose, their quick hit of things. Uh, you know, I, it's just kind of like a showcase, a, um, quick conversation starter, if you will. I think I'd like to use it in reels. Um, awesome. You know, I, th- I think it's somewhere fun to go. So. That was cool. We look forward to that, man. It'll be awesome. Yeah. Um, 
for sure. And I love those spec, the rims, man. Uh, oh. Here's a, here's a funny aside. People call them, people get all hung up on wheels and tires sometimes. Yes. You ever notice that? Oh it's yeah. Yeah. And, um, so I call them rims and tires just because I like to be <laughs> and I'm Canadian. <laughs> um, last but not least. Um, so I've been working on that builder's kit back there. It's been way too long. Um, yes. Habs, you and I got some news. I think we're going to work on something together around this. Um, a bit of a collaboration, although I think you're doing a lot of the work, if I'm being honest. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's but, talk about uh, it real right. quick. Let's, let's yeah, talk. So. I mean, we've got just a few minute, more minutes here. So let's talk about what your, what your vision is. And then let's, uh, so I guess yeah. what we talked about collabing is Jeff really wants to get into this uh, racket, I would say, of you for kind of faster crawler, maybe Baja style. And um, I said, he was looking for a cat. I saw a post. I'm very rarely on Facebook. It's like, uh, stay away. But I was on the other morning and I was like, hey, Jeff's looking for a Capra cage. And then I'm like, hey, I have a Capra cage and I have a kit to change his Enduro over or his element over to a Capra cage kit. And so, and then I started thinking, ah, yeah, let's not do that. And I was like, <laughs> and so, uh, but then it kind of formulated and I'm like, hey, let's make you something really cool that you really want. And uh, it's a win-win all the way around. So what say you? Yeah. <laughs> what say you? So yeah, yeah. We just I had some ideas on what I, what I wanted to do with this truck originally. And I, I originally had said trophy truck and then Baja truck and then with, king of the hammer stuff that i've started to watch i'm really you know just wowed by some of those designs too so now it's a matter of tabs and i kind of talking and him giving me his advice from a design perspective for sure that i'm going to rely on huge and just to pick a design for the for this chassis and uh and get it looking uh, i've almost got it almost got it to a point where i think it can run <laughs> somewhat yeah. Um, but I want to, I want it to obviously look, look like that. So we're, we're kind of on the fence. Um, but we're, we're discussing what we want to do for that, for that cage. And then beyond that, I don't know, like there may be, there may be Lexon, Lexan involved, right. in portions of it or panels, depending on which way we go. So, yeah. um, you know, it, I think this is going to be an overnight thing and I'm okay with that. I like that. Uh, I like that. It's going to take some time and we're going to get to spitball about some ideas. So yeah. I'm really appreciative of the offer to to do this together so dude i think it'll be fun and i think it'll give you another toy that you can really play with and you know do your your details your your all your stuff oh we got the first one awake walking downstairs oh nice yes well, you can got play Xbox. impeccable timing impeccable i know i know right um but going back to to the to the rig i think that what'll be cool about that is that'll give you kind of the um what's it called you know, it'll give you a start in that direction on what you want to go with. And what's cool about this kind of style is that you could go U4RC, you can go just straight crawler, depending on what motor you, I mean, so like for instance, yeah. <clears throat> in my Captain Insano, I have a Holmes Hobby Polar Pro 4100 KV on a Mamba X and the Mamba X will allow me to switch it to crawler mode. And so I can actually crawl with that hot motor and then yeah. go fast with it too. So it's it's really cool what you can do with these setups. Um, yeah. And yeah, same, like I said, that guy won with a 12 turn and that's a that's crawler well, motor, you know? I have, 
there's a Holmes Hobby <coughs> in there. It finally came, and I've got it, and I've got to solder it up. But nice. in a 1080, 1080 Hobby Wing ESC. So perfect. Um, that was on your recommendations earlier. Yeah. So it'll be fun uh, to see where I start and then where it goes, man. So really stoked for that. And again, really appreciative to you. Sorry, I'm just getting inundated with some uh, messages here. But uh, oh, no, you're good. Super stoked. Um, yeah, man. Guys, stay tuned. Hopefully, we got good things coming. And I think I think it's gonna be um, I think it's gonna be a big year for for a lot of people. Let me just stay really vague and mysterious <laughs> about that. That's fair. Good way to end, Pablo. I I think it is. I think we've got some uh, some changes on the horizon, perhaps, or I don't know. maybe I should say some. Uh, we're gonna be in association with some new people. I could say. How's that? I think you could say that. All right. <laughs> I'm putting my PR hat on right now. I know. And, uh, helping Pablo through this messaging. I know. <laughs> um, fantastic, man. Super stoked. Let's end there before we give too much away. But um, Cool. Brother, thank you once again for hey. the conversation. To end from me, my wife said that you are going to have to meet Pablo in person sometimes before you, you know, before your time expires. Yes. I said, yeah, that would be fantastic. I think yeah. I'd be really upset if we didn't, man. So Yeah, for sure. I mean, one of these days either we'll meet halfway or we'll, there'll be some, you know what I think there will be? I think there'll be some event that can bring us together. Maybe oh. there's an event in the Midwest that I think would be a lot of fun to go to. Dude. And uh, that's kind of right. And it's more towards your end, but still it's not too hard for so me to down. get to. But So down for that. All right, man. <clears throat> This All right, brother. Great. Well, thank you really again. And uh, you know where to find the podcast, the O Canada RC podcast on everything, basically. Spotify, Apple iTunes, yeah. all that kind of good stuff. Go check it out. You guys need to download it. I don't know why it hasn't been like millions and millions of... I don't know why you're not on the Rogan show, to be honest. Um, <laughs> you know, <clears throat> he's... Yeah, you'll have me on right after the, uh, the COVID... COVID doctors. Yeah, I'm sure it'd be, I'd be he, the headliner for sure. Yeah, he's like, so what do you think about these RC cars? Uh, you know, is there a conspiracy in there? Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. He'll be like, I don't know, but the first time I drove one, I had a really bad trip on it. Really <laughs> <bad> trip. <laughs> he's like, uh, he goes, I thought these uh, 124 skills were for microdosing. I don't know. Uh, let's, let's see. <laughs> Here, do you drink? Do you drink scotch, Joe? That would. I gladly drink scotch and drink oh, um, Yes, for sure. Anyways, Anyhow. yeah, brother. And and I'm gonna cross plug you now, man. If if you guys aren't following Pabs at uh, RC Amigos on YouTube, is that the handle? Sure. Yep. Get on know. there. Check it out. There's there's one. What's that? I said sure. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> if you type in RC underscore Amigos, you'll find him. And probably the, I watched a video last night while I was building shocks on your YouTube channel. Okay. And it was the Zen Moments Part One. Uh -huh. crawling crawling Zen moments part one okay surprisingly relaxing i know I mean, right I didn't expect it to not be relaxing but it was very relaxing <laughs> i know right it's yeah. it's funny because uh tony was on the other day and he was talking hang on dude hang on thank you oh i got he got me a granola bar for the morning look at that nice. <clears throat> so uh i was talking to tony the other day and I, he's like oh i hadn't seen that yet it was when i first posted that up and i was like and, you know, he's a he's an out, night owl like I am. And I was like, hey, tell you what, don't watch it until you're going to bed. It'll put you to sleep. No problem. I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing, but <laughs> I think it's, I think if the intent is to put you to sleep, it's a good thing. So, yeah, sure. We'll just yeah, go with yeah, that. Check them out. We'll go with that. All right.
All right, brother. Cool, man. Go eat right. a bar. Yes, I'm going to. I'm going to finish my coffee, too. I almost choked on it a minute ago, so I don't know if you dip, caught dip that. It in your co- dip it in your coffee or something. That's just weird. That's not going to happen. It is weird. Yeah. yeah. I don't even know where. Yeah, I'm sorry. And on that note, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Till next time, guys. See ya. All right, guys, it is time for one of my favorite segments on the podcast. It is Worth Every Penny, brought to you by CX Wallets. CX Wallets, if you don't own one, you got to check them out, cxwallets.com. They are a California company, so they are a world away from us here in Toronto. But that doesn't mean their brand isn't known. I carry a CX Wallet. I love it. I get looks when I pull it out of my pocket, like, what the heck is that? It is stylish. It is functional and durable, man. Made out of aluminum, and I believe. Uh, graphite as well. Check out cxwallets.com. Before we get into worth every penny this week, though, we got a special offer for you. If you use the code OCANADARC, all caps, on the CX Wallets website, you will get for a limited time 20% off, 20% off your order on cxwallets.com. Perfect time. You got someone who has a birthday coming up, or you just need a place to keep your RC budget, as I always like to say. O Canada RC, 20% off right now. And with that, it is time to go over to our friends on the spinner wheel. Spinner wheel, for all your random number needs, as we log on to Hobby Hobby this week. Hobby Hobby, one of our great local hobby shops here. And we're going to try to find a value for all of you who have not heard worth every penny before. A value between $1 and $100. And Then we go on the hobby shop site and we try to look for something that we think is a good investment for any RC enthusiast. It doesn't matter what you're in and we like to pick stuff from different segments. So here we go with the spin on spinner wheel. So hang on to your hats. We've got some new sounds. Here we go. It's the drum roll. The wheel's slowing. What wheel we land on? Here it comes. Love that retro video game reference. And the number, one of my favorite numbers is 11. $11. More on the frugal side today, but that's okay. There are many things to be had in this wonderful, wonderful hobby. And we're going to check out today something a little bit different not not too crazy but a little bit different we're still staying in the cars segment and we are looking at hmm what should we look at we're just scrolling through that's a good idea just had a good idea doesn't happen too often but we're going to check this out right now here we go and the 11 dollar product today will be good old-fashioned hex wrench so hex drivers are a big part of the hobby Uh, you know no matter what you do um, you are going to come across a hex wrench so it's important to have something good under your belt Um, we're gonna we're gonna come in and around the $11 this is an associated uh, 1548 FT hex wrench and the one we're looking at is a three millimeter but they're different sizes Team Associated are always known for their quality products, whether they're trucks, cars, drivers, uh, and I mean drivers that drive the cars, but also 
hex wrench drivers. If, if there's a tip I could give to a, a starting a fledgling hobbyist, if there is one thing or a set of something that you should get under your belt, that is something you don't want to cheap out on. It's a good set of, of hex wrenches, you know, a one and a half, a two, two and a half will get you started on most rigs. Um, is not, there's nothing worse than having cheap tools and stripping stuff out, stripping screws and bolts out when you're in the middle of enjoying something. So there you go. That's worth every penny brought to you by CX wallets. Head over also to hobbyhobby.com and Mississauga and check them out. I swear you walk in there and your elbows won't be able to go without hitting something. Um, every two steps it's wall to wall RC. You guys need to check it out. All right, hang in there. When we come back, our conversation with Jeremy Kelly of the PTBO. Don't you miss it. What's up, guys? Welcome back to O Canada RC. And uh, if I look a little disoriented, it's because we are doing things on a new platform. We're trying out a new platform for some video and obviously if you're listening to the podcast that won't matter to you but um we're trying something new today and i'm really happy to have this guest back on we had uh this gentleman on hmm i want to say in the summer of 2021 but with the pandemic all my sense of time and you know reference for when things happen is really thrown off but let's welcome uh to the show jeremy kelly what's going on buddy hey jeff man it's going great just having some pizza it's a great <laughs> night on a frosty night yeah, yeah thanks for having me on hey no worries at all um so is it so do you want jeremy or jerry what do you what do you prefer jamiroquois <laughs> jamiroquois kelly is with us today <laughs> so if you if you listen to the podcast uh I guess about a year ago, you remember that uh, Jeremy is the man behind the PTBO RC Chump Series. And I'm reading that off of my phone because I want to make sure I got it right. There it is, the sunshade and the lid that has become famous across the GTA. <laughs> um, so enough of me talking. PTBO RC Chump Series. What is it? So the, the PTBO Chump Series in Peterborough is an affordable way to get into racing RC cars with some like-minded hobby enthusiasts. And, uh, you know, there's, a, there's some bumping and grinding. It's not like serious uh, club level where, uh, you know, you, you're, you're going to get mad at somebody for, uh, you know, bumping you out of the way. It's, it's, it's kind of like the, uh, the school of hard knocks, entry level nice. racing, cheap. Nice. <laughs> Robin's racing. Robin's exactly. racing. And, exactly. And as we get into it with Jeremy, we'll, you'll find out he's um, he's racing more than toy cars in his life. So <laughs> it, it looks, uh, doing a little bit of research on you, like you've got some lineage there. So um, does racing kind of run in your, run in your blood and in your family? Tell us a little bit about that. Heck yeah. I mean, <laughs> a bunch of people in my family have raced over the years. My grandpa in particular raced golden era of stock car racing in Corth Lakes back when there was seven tracks he wow. had a sponsor and he raced Friday Saturday Sunday toted my, uh, my 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 mom around and grandma around to the tracks and raced his heart out and I remember one time he he uh, flipped the car and came across the finish line on his roof just uh, <laughs> you know the, the good old the good old days of racing but yeah. my uncle raced my uh, dad was always part of the pit crews and 
uh, now my brother and I, we kind of like have passed the torch to us and we race now in the, the mini stock and the bone stock class at Peterborough Speedway and a bunch of my friends race as well. A couple, couple of the guys in the series race, uh, you know, during the summer. So it's, 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 it's definitely embedded in, in, in our culture, in our friend group. So, and that's family. awesome, man. Yeah, that's awesome. And it's, it's obviously translated into toy cars, uh, some fun to be had. So the PTBO, you guys run um, TTO2 class Tamiya stock chassis uh, this year also, or sorry, modify and this year stock is new, right? For the, for the, uh, the series. Yeah. Personally, when I ran in clubs before, my favorite was like a box stock. It, it was like, there was no like pop-ups or advantages to your setup. You're basically just running exactly what your competitor's running. So it comes down to luck and, and pure driving skills. Yeah. So uh, I, I really wanted to in, in incorporate like a new class. I wanted to go with like an M chassis, but it seems yeah. like they're like gold bricks now. Any M, M, M chassis car by Tamiya is like collectible now. Very, very expensive, very hard to find. Yeah. So we're like, you know, everybody's got like a spare TTO2 chassis kicking around. Why not just kind of, you know, put the pogo shocks back on and take off all the <laughs> hop-ups and yeah. what have you. So the, the box stock is just, just bearing hop-ups and there's like an arts and crafts element. So instead of running like Alexa and Tamiya body, we get to yep. make a, make a little cardboard, you know, whatever That's you awesome. want. You just got to use corrugated cardboard and hot glue and you can dress it up. This is the, uh, the pie delivery mobile. We're going with like <laughs> fast food teams. Awesome. Our, our friend Ryan, he's got uh, this KFC armored truck. It is incredible looking. So That's awesome. I love that too because sometimes we paint up these Tamiya bodies and then we just hang them on walls because they, yeah. you don't want to get them banged up, man. So the the ability to like have some arts and craft, man, get get your kids involved, come up with a beast, and uh, like you said, it comes down to pure driving skills. With TTO two chassis are fantastic because they're they're affordable. They're not that expensive to get into. Um, when you're doing box stock, as you well know, it's like it's like bearings instead of bushings. And then you just off to the race as everybody's running the same power plant and stock tires. And I'm looking at some footage. If you're listening to the podcast, um, yeah, there's footage on YouTube on, uh, is it film Kelly on YouTube? Yeah. We just have a little promo on there, but to find yeah. any of the drone coverage. So every a main and B main, we run a drone as kind of like a blimp in the sky to capture, you know, the races, the game tapes, whatever you want to call them. Yeah, and uh, they're on Facebook at PTBORC at PTBORC. Beauty. Facebook. Yeah, your little the little promo video on Facebook's amazing. I love it. It uh, you know, it's 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 short, but it really kind of encapsulates what what it's all about, man. And uh, so on on my end, we've been into the rally, and you can't really see my rigs up there, but where we're running behind the rallies, much uh, Latvian style, like Europe, like European style. If you've I seen the that. Croatians and the lat, like these guys are amazing. They, they're in incredible shape. They're chasing these, uh, these TTOTs and XVO1s around and in dirt and amazing setups. But so I have a confession on the podcast that the XVO1, which is the blue one, is actually going to go away. Uh, I found a guy to trade me uh for a new tto2 kit i already have a tto2 up here um but i'm going to build a tto2 
mod or stock just for the PTBO because I know in really? the last year I was trying to come out, didn't get there. So I figure if I buy a kit, I am committed. <laughs> that is that is that is how to get committed. Is just Buddy. buy it. Buy Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, half and, these guys are addicted, anyways, right? We're, we're all into all kinds of forms of RCs. Some guys want like five of each, so it's, uh, it's yeah, it gets excessive. So, so you you mentioned there's the crafting of bodies and some types. I've seen a lot of like I'm looking at your the film Kelly the purple. I don't know if it's a Honda body with the green rims that you have there. It, there it is. Just an EG hatch from the early '90s. Just a, beauty to me. A, to me, a grade Lexan. Yeah, and I love the matte the matte black hood, man. That's 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 awesome. Yeah, honestly, um, I, I, I'm a huge fan of Hondas, so nice. That's my game. So, so for guys that are thinking of maybe coming out, so, since I've mentioned it on the podcast and just in my circles here in kind of the west end of the GTA, I've had about four guys say that I want to come out and check this series out, and I think it has a lot to do with, to your point that you made the the accessibility, the chill factor, really, because. You guys are running, you know, outdoor parking lot. Uh, you have a timing system, but it's you're keeping it. Again, it's very cost friendly. Um, what kind of what kind of transponders are you running again? So, I'm familiar with these because they are probably the most affordable timing system, and they work great. We yep. use them at our old club that my friend Mark Richardson ran. So I was able to buy the the, the actual hardware for the computer off him, which saved a lot of money. But we run the iLab. Nice. nice. And they're about 60 bucks with like US conversion, shipping, and the duties that come on them. Beauty. That's yeah. about half the price of the MyLaps, which are absolutely, absolutely. ridiculous. Yeah. Um, by the way, I've sold my MyLaps as well. So I'll be buying that transport. As you can see, I'm pretty committed here, Jeremy. I don't know. It's that, that's, it's a, that's what I'm picking up here, man. I'm excited. <laughs> it's Get a sickness. Here. It's a sickness, but it's one that I'm okay with. There's there's a lot of worse things out there. So, um, and it's a, it's a you know it's great, especially during this pandemic, to like be around like-minded people and build that little community. We're outside, socially distanced, and we're having 100%. a great time because things yeah. have been tough, man. So it's oh, buddy, it's it's ironic. It's you bring that up. It's you know everybody knows. I think it's Bell Let's Talk Day, and it's just a day, but it's been two years, right? Three sixty-five times two of to your point of everybody trying to find um, connection when we're not allowed to. So it's, um, it's fantastic. I'm hoping come the spring when you get rolling that things are, we're back in a place where we're able to get together. It looks like we're heading the right direction. So um, going to be pretty rad. Are you still doing Thursday nights at six, six thirty, or have you decided yet? It, it seems so random. But it's like that random day that nobody has anything planned. Everybody's got plans <laughs> for the weekend, so that was kind of tough. Yeah. But Thursday at six to nine, and we're gonna stick with that because it works so well in the summer. Beauty. Um, Beauty. But we do have a couple improvements coming. We not only have like the, the new class on top of the mod class, and the mod class is like anything goes as long as is it as it's not an S or an SR chassis mod. Yep. Uh, but you can run carbon stuff, aluminum stuff, oil, you know, coilover shocks, whatever you want, right? Bearings. But we do have a spec tire, and it's available on Amazon. Yep. It's uh, pretty easy to get. Um, but the cool improvement we have is that I just built a new track layout, just pieces that can kind of, like, fit like Lego pieces. Our current track is, like, a proper road rail system. But the thing that sucks is that, say you're running a good race and someone – you know, hits the barrier, they could hop into your lane, which 
kind of disrupts your flow sometimes, breaks your stuff. It's unfortunate, but uh, now I have two by twos that have been all painted white and I have like aluminum oh. fasteners and the corners will have kind of like a, a PVC strip. So it's, it's rounded. So it, it offers a bit of absorption if you do hit it, but uh, we're just trying to like calm down the lane hopping and, <laughs> you know, maybe there is an incentive to not, you know, go hundred miles an hour into a barrier because you might break something. So it, it, maybe it'll help guys, uh, hey man. you know, get a little better. Slow is fast. You know that. Exactly. <laughs> and, and that's to, to the whole spirit of what you're doing, right? Like you want guys to come out and have that, have that, that bonding of around racing and around cars and, and enjoy. And, you know, the biggest thing that I love about r- racing RCs is, is anytime I've ever been out, whether it's, you know, on a carpet or on dirt, guys just want to talk and help and if you're new don't let that get in your head or get in your kitchen it's it's you're gonna find so many you're gonna find more guys talking to you than 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 you're probably hoping for (laughs) it's it's a good thing though because everybody wants to share and when you're working at something like a tto2 chassis it's it's a pretty good it's a pretty simple way to start like the mechanics of the car are not that complex and after a few races of breaking a few things or you know having to do some maintenance after a race you're you're caught up and you're ready to go so absolutely i mean these cars are that we've experienced are very durable Um, yeah but you know what everybody's willing to like help you out so if you break something we've got tons of extra parts yeah I'll, I'll, i'll even like delay the start of races if if like you can fix your car in five minutes. Like we're going to just wait for you to like hop in this race because for me, it's just, it's all a bit fun and it's and there's competition level. But at the end of the day, we've got guys that are like veterans that will like help set up your car. Um, there's, there's people that are just getting started for the very first time and learning how to set up their car and even drive the thing. So yeah, there's all kinds of skill levels. Um, there's different groups of skill levels that are like competing against each other. So whatever skill you have, you're going to find like kind of like a, a competition. So, awesome. A, yeah. Yeah. And I think keeping things like tires, um, even across the board, cause tires can get crazy with guys saucing or, you know, buffing down like all sorts of things. And it gets really nuts really fast. So that 100%. the hardest thing during the pandemic was getting a consistent, uh, supply of tires of the same tire. So we, we did start with the tire from Amazing RC, yep. but we just couldn't get them as much as we wanted. We were trying to fill a basket for 25 cars, you know, it was hard to, to maintain that. So Amazon seemed to have like a, a good grip tire, durable rim, and it would last. So, yeah. and the price is right. So, and, and you know what, like you can get it at your own free will order it off Amazon. It just seemed to be the easiest and the best option. That's awesome. Um, so yeah, I, you know, I think, I think the biggest thing for guys, if you're thinking of considering coming out in the spring, you know, check out, check out the Facebook page, like, like Jeremy plugged there off the top. We'll, uh, we'll put it in the notes for the podcast. If you're listening, uh, come out, even if you don't have a rig, if you can come out, see what it's all about. Um, and I guarantee you the next step you take will be to buy one. What kind of, what kind of bodies? So I, I'm trying to mull over what kind of body to put on my TT. I'm a port. I love Porsche, so I might go with a Porsche. But I saw. I was looking at some videos. I saw guys running sort of like um, 
like fat trucks and things like that like it's just off off the like all over the board is it or so with the bodies we were just implementing you can run whatever you want whether it's a truck a car a supercar yeah whatever grocery getter but the car has to be manufactured from a license like you know car brand so it's nice. got to have a honda badge it's got to have a dodge badge it's got to have nissan whatever right Yep. Um, we're just trying to stick away from like the real race lightweight protofoams. Protofoams, yeah. rather. Yep. Um, there's also a rule that you have to weigh 1,400 grams minimum mm -hmm. with the car. So that kind of helped with like the lightweight bodies in the end. Yeah. But uh, we do have kind of like a monkey wrench in the series. So we run 10 races in one complete series. And one of those races is going to be on dirt, it's on a dirt oval. And our <laughs> buddy Tyler Junkin makes these awesome aluminum dirt late model bodies that get a little bent up. They're a lot of sure. fun, but we race like this dirt oval and it's just outside of Peterborough. Yeah. We do one of those races per series and it's honestly a freaking riot. <laughs> and so is it just the asphalt spec on dirt? Do we change anything aside from the body? You can adjust your ride height. Yeah, uh, change your body. You can you can run your like typical body if you really want to, um, but just to amp up the fun. Uh, yeah, Tyler was offering those for like forty bucks each, which is like a steal. Awesome. Paint them up, do your thing, but we just don't allow any like Tamiya like um, nubby tires, like a like a rally style tire. You just have to run the spec tire. You can bring up your suspension just to get a little more clearance. But honestly, I just I didn't even yeah. touch mine. I think I like might have like stiffened my outside springs just for an oval setup, but that was right. Yeah. No rally blocks. Damn, I got a lot of rally blocks. Too bad. I know. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, man. Um, you know, this has been amazing. You know, I, I, um, you know, on the podcast we keep things pretty short format with our with our guests, but you know, your time today has been awesome. I got really excited when I saw your post on Facebook and. Uh, I think we're going to have to keep checking in it. When I come out this spring, I'm definitely going to try to do some live stuff, just talking to some of the guys, maybe get some vids. I think it's something that in an age where it's hard to keep indoor tracks alive because of cost, you know, pandemic aside, in a normal environment, cost of keeping a track open is very challenging. And kudos to those track owners out there that are still doing it. Um, but this is something that I love because as a, as I consider myself an RC kind of purist and just um, bringing, bringing this to more people and keeping the hobby alive in a, in a digital age where we do a lot of this on the screen. Um, awesome job, man. Hat off, hats off to you and, and everybody who's involved. It's been great to, uh, Thanks, to yeah, see I appreciate it. That, man. Absolutely, buddy. Um, so one more time before we go, maybe you can uh, just plug the, the Facebook page and um, anything else about folks looking for updates on when the season starts and whatnot. All right. So we don't have a set date for the start again. We're just going to wait till it's good and dry. Uh, there's a ton of snow in our parking spot where we set up the track, but we have 12 rookies signed up, including yourself. Nice. <laughs> Ready to rock in the spring. <laughs> we have 22 guys that are returning, so that puts us at a 34 car count. Wow. Um, we do have loaner transponders, so if you just want to come out and try it out, you know, even if you want to just watch, you can do that too. But we can also loan out a transponder to race for the night if you're not that committed. But uh, yeah, TTO2 chassis, and I, uh, awesome. <laughs> I, I'm looking forward to it, man. I'm, I'm itching to do some racing. It's so much fun. 
It's going to be good, man. Yeah, it's it's been a cold winter thus far. I think we're a little bit away from uh, any of that snow moving. But, uh, you know, hopefully guys can start dusting off those rigs or start building. If, you know, this that's that's the great thing about it. You could just strip it down and rebuild your whole car, right? Exactly. So get... I, just, I enjoyed it one night. I just took it all apart, cleaned it, put new yeah. bearings in, put it back together, and figured out what uh, was yeah. sloppy and what was bent. And <laughs> we, have a, we have a race chat, so if you do uh, join the club, we will add you on Facebook to our race chat to keep, keep up on all the updates and what's, what's happening. But uh, everybody shares their pictures of their build progress, and it's honestly a lot of fun because guys are like, you know, a little, little bit of, you know, tearing into each other, a little bit of competition, a little bit of fun. You know, it's, it's all yeah. great. Awesome, man. All right. Well, Jared, thanks for joining us, man. PTBO RC Chump Series. Did I get that right? Yeah, man. You nailed it. Nice. <laughs> it only took me probably seven tries today. Thanks for joining us, man. Live from the, the borough of Peter. Um, we are stoked to, uh, to see you this spring. And uh, check it out on Facebook, guys. He's tearing down as we speak, folks. I he's just got all sorts of stuff going on over there. Got some show and tell here. Nice. Our buddy Tyler at TMC Motorsports makes little trophies, CNC cut. That is rad. Every night. It's, oh, it man. Is super rad. That Steel is trophy. so good. Come on. Come on. Thanks for coming on the podcast. Thank you. Have a good one, Jeff. Man, that was fun. A fun, fun episode, a fun one to put together. Um, when you have guys on like Pablo and Jeremy and the conversation flows like it does, really makes this worthwhile, I'll be honest. Um, my numbers have been a little bit low on readership, rather listenership, but I attribute that to a lot of things going on in the world that are requiring our attention, so I'm not mad at the audience. <laughs> Thanks for your continued support when you get in there. Our podcasts are always available in perpetuity. Visit us at Spotify and at iTunes and and make sure that you subscribe and download the latest ones. If you subscribe to, to the podcast, you'll get alerted when we have a new episode and we've been cranking them out here once a week. So subscribe at, pod, at uh, Spotify and at iTunes. Look for O Canada RC and the beaver. The pink beaver is hard to miss, folks. Um, I, I love this episode again. I think there's going to be a lot more conversation with these two about their respective things. I know with Pablo because it's just nonstop. We just keep going. And Jeremy, I think, is going to become one of those guys that we connect with quite a lot. He's He's got quite a passion for what he's doing, and um, I respect it immensely. So hope you guys enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed putting it together. Make sure, again, to follow at Spotify, at iTunes, uh, subscribe so you get alerted and we will see you on the very next one here on O Canada RC. Take care. <laughs>